preferred the fast action. Mm. However, I, I don't agree that boxing is the fast. I think hockey is probably the fastest. Uh, uh, hockey would be more difficult than boxing because in boxing you have n no question of identification. You only have two men plus the referee. But in, in hockey you've got, uh, well, excluding the goalies, you've got ten men out there and a couple of referees, and, you know, and that puck travels pretty fast. Well. I, I would think that hockey would be the fastest sport, but I think the most difficult of all to broadcast on radio or TV is horse racing. Because uh, when they make that turn for home, I don't care how good your binoculars are, if you don't know the colors of, of the horses and the saddle cloths and the, cap, the color of the cap the jockey's wearing, etc., uh, you can really get lost. And it has, people have gotten lost with their descriptions of horse racing. We've had uh, Marshall Cassidy on and Frank Dwyer who are announcers at Aqueduct and Belmont. Right, and, and they, they are very good. Very good. And when you think they have to make 10 or 15... Uh, different associations of memorizing colors to names That's and horses. That's what I mean. Uh, I, I, it's very I, I, I did uh, harness racing, trotting racing, but uh, first of all, they're on a half-mile track, and they go around twice, and they don't go as fast, and you can almost describe, and I did describe them from the, the numbers on the saddle cloths that the, the horses were wearing. Uh, you know, they have big numbers on them, but you couldn't do that in horse racing. I think uh, harness racing, the numbers are always the same, or the colors are always the same, isn't that right? Probably, yes. Yeah. yeah. But well, in horse racing, you have a different time. color for every... I, I always think that they, when, a, when a, the horse, horses make the turn for home, and there might be 10 or 12 in the race, they all become bunched. And, you know, that's where the difficulty is. Did you have anybody that uh, you listened to? to pick up on boxing, or did you have to... No, the, my predecessor was Sam Tow, but uh, we were a different style, so I, I didn't learn too much from him. Uh, I, I more or less picked it up by myself. You started out at WINS, isn't that right? I started out at WINS, yes. I did my first boxing there, and uh, it uh, was a, a general station, and now it's all news, so mm -hmm. uh, they... they rarely do any sports anymore, although I think they did the Yankee games one year. One year they did, right. What's coming up for you now? Do you have any uh, cable boxing you're going to be doing? I know you did the Leonard Hearns fight about three years ago. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm about 90% retired now. If something comes along that uh, they want me and I feel that I want it, I, I will take it, but um, it would have to be something pretty big. I, I don't feel like working on a weekly basis anymore. I did that for so many years. I think you just have so many broadcasts in you. I did over 2,000 fights. Wow. That's a lot of punches, isn't it? Sure is. <laughs> Hi, Don. How are you? Yeah, Mal. How are you? Okay. It's really a pleasure and a privilege to be talking to you. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, I wonder whether you could uh, tell us a little bit about the, uh, the Lewis Kahn fight, the first one and the second one. Well... I can dismiss the second Lewis Kahn fight with a, with a quick brush because that was a terrible fight. It was so unlike the first fight, which I consider one of the great fights of all time. Uh, after the first fight, both Lewis and Kahn uh, uh, had a couple of fights, and then they went in the service for three years. So they didn't fight again until... They, those, their fight was in 41. They didn't fight again until 1946. And, you know, Rust came in and... Not Art Rust. <laughs> they they got rusty in there, and you know, and they they just weren't any good anymore, and they showed it. But that first fight was a real classic. Uh, Billy Kahn was a, a 
you know, he was practically a light heavyweight that night, fighting one of the great heavyweight champions of all time. And he just carried the fight to Lewis. He had what I, you know, you heard the one-two in boxing. Well, he had a one-two-three. He'd hook the left hand to the body and quickly bring it up to the jaw and then cross the right hand. And he would repeat that. And then Lewis was, just couldn't keep keep up with the fast punching of Khan. However, in the in the 12th round, uh, Khan staggered Lewis near the bell and uh, Lewis rocked for a moment, but he didn't go down. And I think it gave Khan the idea that he could knock out Lewis. Now, if he had gone into the 13th round uh, without that knockdown, he would have continued a, a pace. He wouldn't have been so uh, brash, but uh, he decided to go after the knockout, and he traded punches with Lewis, even though he was when he was hurt. Lewis caught him with a... a, 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 a well, Khan missed a left hook to the body and left himself wide open, and Lewis came in with a crushing overhand right to the jaw, and that staggered Khan. Now, at this point... He normally would have run, uh, you know, got on a bicycle and, and bided his time to get his bearings back. Instead of that, he tore into Lewis with one of the most sensational rallies I've ever seen. But it wasn't enough. Lewis caught him again, and this time he knocked Khan out. However, he did it at 258 of the 13th round. I always maintain that if the, uh, the uh, knockdown had come uh, about three seconds later, Khan would have been saved by the bell. You could, have be, you could be saved by the bell in those days. You can't now. Khan would have been saved by the bell, and I think his tactics in the 14th round would have been different. Not that I'm saying he would have won, mm -hmm. but I think it would have been a different fight. How about some impressions of Joe Lewis overall? Oh, he was a, he was a great man besides being a great fighter. He was a gentleman, and I never saw him do... Uh, 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 I would use the word dirty. It isn't really anything like that in, in the ring, and, and a lot of fighters did it to him. You know, they healed him, and they hit him after the bell and cuffed him, and I never saw him do that at all. He didn't have to. He was good enough to win without that. How about Sugar Ray Robinson, sir? your impressions of him? I always think of, you know, to use the old cliche, pound for pound, that he was the, the uh, greatest fighter of all time, at least the greatest that I saw it. Although this Marvin Hagler looked pretty good last week. He can't take anything away from Marvin. He's good. How did that? Uh, how did the Hearns-Hagler uh, fight uh, stack up? How would you How would you rate that fight? I'd rate it uh, as the equal, I think, of any any uh, sensational fight I've seen. I, I thought prior to that that the first Zale Graziano fight for the middleweight title was the greatest fight I ever saw. But now, you know, maybe this one was just as good although the other one won six rounds and this went three. Mm-hmm. Don, I wanted to ask you something. You've done so many boxing matches in radio. Today that is really uh, pretty much non-existent. Don't you think that might help the sport of boxing if they brought it back to some radio coverage as well as TV? Yes, it, it might uh, if they would, would do fights that are not telecast, but most of them are telecast and... Uh, it would be most unusual for the people to turn on the radio and, and, and not watch the television if they could. Mm. However, I was always concerned about the blind people who were... Uh, I got letters from people, uh, you know, relatives of blind people saying, well, it's too bad the fights went off radio because that's all so-and-so you know, had to enjoy. He can't right. watch television because he's blind. And that was, that was really unfortunate uh, when that happened because these people were... Depending on radio, they, they get uh, radio on baseball and football, and it's too bad they can't also get it on fights. 
Don, I was wondering what does uh, what does Don Dunphy watch on television? Uh, I I mostly watch old movies, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and what about in sports? What, well, what sports? I, I like to watch baseball and boxing. There's a there's a fight on tonight. Um, Greg Page is fighting uh, Tony Tubbs. That should be a good fight. Although I don't think the uh, class of heavyweights is is the best. I think other divisions are much better better than the heavyweight class right now. What what division would that be done? Oh, I think the middleweight. Oh, most of the lighter divisions are, are, are better. I don't think the, the light heavyweights are that good, or the what they call the cruiserweights. But uh, the middleweights and welterweights and lightweights and the, the super divisions they're all they're all good. They've got a lot of good fighters. Don, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. I'd like to thank you for taking time out to talk with us. Well, it's been a pleasure for me. I enjoyed it very much. Stan Brock. 30 years ago, I formed Remote Area Medical to help people overseas. But then we found generations of families in America isolated by poverty from the health care they need. Together, we can take dental, vision, and medical help to a million adults and their kids right here at home in the United States of America.